That's a wonderful thing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Meet Them, everybody. My name is Brennan Weatherby. We are starting hour five of our 10-hour marathon. Sitting with me is a co-host that I've known for a long time. She's a dear friend. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jen Tisdale. Jen, how are you? Uh, I'm a little sleepy, but I'm okay. Why I are was, you sleepy? I, my birthday again was yesterday, yeah. and I haven't slept. And I was going to ask you, how's your voice doing? My was, voice is perfectly yeah. fine. I was thinking about bringing you something. My voice is perfectly fine. Okay. I haven't had a cigarette in a long time, so I'm fine. I okay. miss smoking. I was really hoping you would. I would show up and you'd be like Josh Groban, like wearing a scarf and drinking like chamomile like <laughs> tea and being very precious with your voice. But apparently you're just wearing a cardigan, which is the next best thing. So I was going to wear a, a Roddy Roddy Piper shirt. Uh, he's my favorite wrestler. But I didn't want to do that because he is just a man that screams a lot. And you know me. I'm likely... An, you're I'm, a man that screams I'm a lot. An, I am a screamy man. And I didn't want to do that to people. So I decided to dress as much like Mr. Rogers without doing the Mr. Rogers thing. So like, I, I refuse to wear uh, like khakis for that long. Also, I don't own khakis. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty much a Mr. Rogers look. Yeah, I don't have a tie on. You've changed your shoes three times since I got here. <laughs> So the wonderful person that's laughing because she's a very nice person. Her name is Sadie. Sadie Dingfelder, everybody. Sadie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Dingfelder? I th- okay, good. That's probably right. <laughs> can it's I, your name. Can I, I it's German. Can I, I remind you both of the first time I met Sadie? Because, Brandon, you were there. Do you sure. remember that night? No. At the Looking Glass it, no. no. The first time I met oh. her was we were at Woolly Mammoth, and it was the night that Robin Williams died. And Brandon Weatherby and I were kind of giggly about it. And I can't, no, I wasn't. Uh, maybe I was. I can't remember why something i think it was before i realized how sad it was i was just something was giggly but that was the first night i met you so i will always cherish his death okay that's good that's good in that way i i also mark times by a celebrity's deaths we talked about cats that night always the musical see this is your what like fifth time doing the show me? Yeah. Oh, second. Oh, well. No, because you used to play on the show. Oh, yeah, I did play on your show. Um, yes, but you never let me talk, so this is the first <laughs> talking time. That's classic Brandon Witherby. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know classic. what, though? That's fair. My bands don't let me talk either. Really? They never, no. Who, I, who I does want to let talk. you talk? Well, that's why I started doing stand-up instead of just music, mm-hmm. because no bands will allow me to speak. But if I'm the only person in my band, I have to... You mean like witty banter between songs? They were just like, Sadie, we can't have that anymore. They were like, this is... You're being bizarre and you're uh, annoying Uh, people or making them leave. Do you think that's because the style of music you play is much more not fun than you thought it was? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I assume you're referring to like indie rock that's pretending to be bluegrass. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's huge. It got so much bigger after we kind of petered out. Oh, God. It's been so annoying. Everyone else is cashing in on Americana, whereas they told us we were in the Americana ghetto. Oh, make Americana great again. That was, <laughs> don't you remember? That was our, so Jen our and slogan. I, was that a year ago or two years ago? I think it was two uh, years ago. I think it was two years ago because last year we were obviously not invited back. So Jen Tizen and I co-hosted uh, the Americana stage at the Kingman Allen uh, Folk and Bluegrass Festival. Because yes. when you think of Folk and Bluegrass, you think of Jen Tisdale and I. Uh, Jen did not know what the music meant. She literally read the definition from the stage and was like, oh, that's what that means. I kind of like that music. I was like, is Johnny Grave here? That's all I need to know. And the answer is yes. He's always there. He just haunts our dreams. So, uh, yeah, we did that. And we did a great job until uh, we decided to drink all the free alcohol that the wonderful people from Atlas Brewery, that's why there's stickers on my notebook, they gave us a shitload of drinks and we had a lot of fun. And by a lot of fun, I mean we said whatever the fuck we wanted to. And during the last hour, we just gave up pretense and stopped trying to be respectful didn't even care and remember families there there were a lot of families there and here's what we said (laughs) 
Uh, Jen said the F word, which is a fine whatever word. And uh, what was that band where they were like creepy hippies that's and right. they were like, uh, we don't cuss. And they I was were like, fake hippies. I was like, I do not know who we is, yeah. but I certainly do. They, descri- they disguised themselves as a... Magic as a, giant. As a not Christian band. They were a Christian band that had synchronized jumping and messaging music and they had too many scarves to not do cocaine. Yeah. I don't trust these men. So because of my lack of trust for these men, I said horrible things about mm-hmm. them as they left the stage. <laughs> and then I, I went sincere. I played the role of a heel. Sadie knows all about wrestling. We'll get to that in a second. I played the role of a heel. So I just decided to cut a good promo on them. And I did. And I said, we're going to make Americana great again. And then everyone booed me. And I, for the first and thus far only time in my entire life, to a crowd of a thousand, I did the suck it motion. <laughs> and then I said, good night, everybody. And, wow. then, and then as they were leaving, I said, you guys all have to go. Pretend like you're gentrifying some... <laughs> low-income area of the world. And you know who we popped? Which is another wrestling term. All the security guards, the only black people of the entire <laughs> festival, they loved us because we were the only ones saying this is all bullshit. You're a bunch of white racists, Kingman Island Folk and Bluegrass Festival. That being said, I'd like to thank Chris Nelm for organizing the mm-hmm. Kingman Island Folk and Bluegrass Festival. He's a wonderful man. It's a hidden gem, that little island. It is! I, I was no... just there this morning and I saw a crazy-looking deer. Why were you there? Oh, I go there all the time because I like looking at animals. Wait, what was crazy about the deer? Uh, the it was a bobcat. Oh, I'll just show you the picture. It, it had a white deer. butt. Like, not just like oh. the tail part. Like, its whole butt was white. Like most of the people at Kingman Island oh. Folk and Bluegrass Festival. <laughs> You're right. They're gentrifying that guy the deer. Was still there from the festival (laughs) wow festival's over guy okay so you have i'd say the most interesting job in journalism oh my god yes because i made it up okay so what is your title well my title is actually senior editor but i've not edited a single piece of work written by anyone Okay, how do I get to this job? That sounds amazing. I know. It's because you get more money if your name says editor, apparently. Okay, continue. Uh, Number one, where do you work? Right. I work at the Washington Post. Never Uh, heard of it. Local rag, Washington Post. (laughs) heard of it. Owned by startup man uh, Jeff Bezos. Upstart. Fun fact, I also die in darkness. Uh, Yes, I'm not one of the reporters who is defending democracy from darkness. That's basically how I've self-defined my job, is that nothing (laughs) I can do contribute, be about politics or contribute to the greater good in well, any way. Well, I know way. what gift I'm going to give you. Jen, keep talking to Sadie. I'm going to be listening in the background. Keep talking. <laughs> Sadie, continue. Oh, uh, uh, we're going to, as soon as you describe this job that you invented, uh, there is a, in one piece that I want to touch on that really spoke to me on many levels. Oh, good. I, I feel like you know what piece that is. I, I have a guess. Okay. What piece? Toilet. It's, it's the potty piece. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you know I love bowel movements. I'd like to buy a bowel movement. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I basically can write, I write about anything like local kind of and funny and fun. Mm-hmm. And so, and uh, you always have wonderful little cartoons drawn. Yes, you, which is like I feel very like super cute and exciting and fun. And you should just have like a wall of them in your house. You know what's <laughs> funny though? What? Oh, I'm listening. Oh well, okay. So if you look at my cartoon and the picture that's next to my column, my, I'm wearing my glasses mm-hmm. that I haven't worn in a year because I got LASIK, <laughs> and they won't change it because I look smarter in glasses. Yeah. And it's not just that I look smarter in my glasses. It's that I actually look a little bit brain dead without them because I have um, strabismus where like one eye goes that way and one eye goes Wait, that way. what is way. it called? Strabismus. Like lazy eye. Strabismus. Sorry. Right. Sounds, sounds like a hip hop artist. Okay. Well, uh, it's also called You've never sounded whiter, number one, Jen. Number two. <laughs> That's my goal uh, every day. Wouldn't you want a photo that doesn't look like you so when you go report a piece, they won't necessarily know it's you? Uh, it's not a problem. No one reads my column. <laughs> 
So I, I also think it's funny. Thanks that, for being like, on the show. We really appreciate. We're, it. we're about to talk about these bathrooms, and I'm like, this is some undercover, hard hitting news. And Sadie, you needed a disguise for that. Oh, not at all. So no. Tell, so tell me about all the potties. I went to all. I want to say 57. Stop it. 57 women's bathrooms on the National Mall. Um, all of them. That is all of the permanent bathrooms on the mall, um, as defined by the Park Service. And um, of course, I didn't just go to the Park Service bathrooms. That would there be fifty-seven. Yeah. Wait, wait. It seems what? Like a if, lot. Also, the park is big. Can I? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, but let me tell you how many working tampon machines there were. Zero. Three. Oh. Three. But out of out of like fifty-seven. Hmm. Like it was, it was a tiny percentage. Have you thought of gender reassignment surgery? This is on you. You mean just to do the other ones? Yeah. Yeah. Why well, won't any man like I could I I canvassed everyone in my office and I was like, hey, who's man enough to go to every bathroom on the mall with me? No. Who's none. man enough to go to the bathroom? <laughs> every bathroom. None of them. Well, once I went into the men's restroom in the gym in our office building where Brandon and I mm-hmm. work, and it was laid out much more efficiently, and I was very angry. Oh. The women's restroom is getting the shaft. So I need the men to... How many stalls do you have in the restroom? We have three. That's the difference. Okay, you also have a large screen television and we do not. Oh, interesting. Which, I didn't know where are we talking about? This is like where our office it's just, is. It's, it's, oh. it's actually a block from where your office is. Ah. Yeah. Do you, do you, how often are you at the post? I only go into work on Thursdays um, because I just don't... I only have one work outfit and it's the same outfit. I wear it every week. <laughs> Everyone's on. so wow. sick of it. Wait, is this part of your contract? <laughs> do you have one pair of black pants? <laughs> I have one pair of black pants and one one shirt without food stains on it. Which I'm familiar with this? Yeah. I'm Hold on. How do you pull this off? Are you like, do you pay them? Like, how how do you <laughs> have this gig? This seems too good to be true. I know it's ridiculous. Well, they don't pay me much. Okay. Uh, uh, mostly, I sponge off my husband as my there primary. There you go. Thank occupation. you. This makes way more sense now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about wrestling? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. But I only know local wrestling. That's all I want to talk about. Okay. You've written about Nova Pro. Yeah. Okay. For the people listening at home and Jen Tisdale. And for me, who is already zoned out for the wrestling segment. Jen, we're going in March. It's so many hot guys. Oh, Do you like muscles? I've, I've already There's, had a wrestler. I don't need another yeah, one. She's not going to find a more attractive um, wrestler than the one she's already. I banged I the best I know, of the worst. I know, but but these guys are nice <laughs> guys and they're local. See, he just said, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. These okay. Guys? So Nova Pro, <laughs> yes. Jen, is the indies. Okay. Oh, okay, so, cool. It's local. So, it's like like I'd end up on their tour bus or something as well. There's I mean. no bus. It's okay. like no somebody bus. showing up in a Camry wow. and he's driving two other guys. I'm not doing that. Then. Okay. No, no, it's, it's so good. I'm so, gonna like look up some people. It's fun, flippy, floppy men. It's more. F- it's wait, I can tell you who to look up. He's the the my favorite one is he think his like whole shtick is that he's really rich. Um, Logan, whatever the king of the one percent. Logan 1%. Easton Larue. Oh God, he, what is that name? Oh, yeah, that's I, the point. That they're that's trying. That's the point. But the thing is, I don't think he did a great job coming up with a really Tony <laughs> name. Like, no offense, Logan. If you're are listening. we really? I mean, he's just rich. That's the pre- that, that's the point. He's the villain. He's a preppy rich guy, and he like comes out with a cardigan around his shoulders. Yeah. And he um, and in real life, he's not at all rich. He is a like a PE teacher, um, but he pretends to be rich, and he has this whole special cheering section. And they all they call themselves the gated community, and they oh say my that God, they're that's act- so funny. Yeah, and see, it's fun. And they have these red ropes, and they all wear suits, and they have champagne, and um, I mean they rope off their own section. And they chant 1%. And um, let's see. Yeah, so it's just so awesome. I mean, I can't even And do all it. it takes is a cardigan, huh? 
Who knew? Doesn't he come out to Radiohead too? That's funny. Somebody in a stable came, The last time I was there, he came out to Radiohead, which to me, Radiohead means you're rich and, you, <laughs> and, you're, a, and you're a bad guy. <laughs> Radiohead means you're a rich bad guy. Yeah, that's what that means. So uh, Nova Pro is wonderful because it's the kind of wrestling where it's fun and carny isk but it's okay. not sad. Well, yeah, Brandon Weatherby and I have oh, been hurt. to some wrestling oh, no. matches together. Yes. Oh, and the, you've been to pro The first pro one we went to was the best one. We got we, to, were we were ringside. We were ringside, but didn't know that. And I had no idea that like people and cameras were going to burst through our general area. So you could find us on Hulu. We froze. Oh, God, we found our right. appearance. Because we're like... We were Dean, very drunk by this Dean time. Dean Ambrose gets thrown into the wall like right below us. And we had I, it was the first wrestling thing I had gone to ever... And I wasn't following the product. We were right by the bell, and I kept being like, "Get our ring this bell!" Anyway, to- <laughs> they love that, by the way. Anytime you go to any professional anything, ask if you can ring the bell. So Jen and I had a very fun time because we were there for maybe an hour, and then we were because we came from a work function, so we were already, already drunk. Oh, it's so bad. But I, we did the we did the right thing. I said before we leave, we have to give our tickets to a family. We have to give them to a poor kid and a dad. So we did. You had your pick of the litter at the old wrestling match. So they Everybody got, there is a poor person and a dad. Hey, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> Where was kids it? With, Verizon Center. I don't care. Oh. Kids without dads go to wrestling matches. Jen. Yeah, we went together. <laughs> yeah. We so, yeah, it, it was a blast. Okay, so you're enjoying the indie wrestling. Yes. What drew you into this? Oh, well, I had a friend who uh, was dating the, what is his name? Uh, the the one who is the liberal, the progressive liberal. Progressive That's- liberal Daniel Richardson. He's been on my other show, The Great American Bash. He's based out of Richmond, Virginia. Is he uh, cute? No. His story got picked <laughs> up. He's not ugly. He's just... Not what you... Just wondering if I should date him. No. Did you see Logan, though? He's really hot. He's fine. Not my type. He looks tiny. Oh, my tiny. God. He's, he's tiny. Not. He's tiny. I will he's show tiny. you a photo of the one that I have slept with. Continue, Brandon. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel Richardson, he, was it Bill Maher? Was it something like that? Sports Illustrated? A bunch of people wrote a bunch of pieces about him in March. I think it was Vice. Whatever. About the progressive liberal. And there's a, a Mexican counterpart. His name is Sam Adonis. Uh, he's real-life brother of Corey Graves. Yes, he understands his name is Sam Adonis. I get it. These are all made-up names, clearly. Uh, he's uh, a pro-Trump guy in Mexico. So he comes out with an American flag with <gasps> Trump's face on the flag. His name is Sam Adonis. He's real-life brother of Corey Graves. He's out of Pittsburgh. He occasionally wrestles in the area. I think right now on the books is a match between Sam and Daniel Richardson. Please continue. Well, unfortunately, it won't be here in D.C. because Daniel Richardson says he'll never wrestle in this promotion ever again. Nova Pro? Yeah. What happened? Uh, they had some sort of disagreement about like a, a, a Japanese uh, television crew was following him around. Okay. And they also they have an exclusive contract with some other TV thing. Uh, the Nova Pro guys do? Yeah. Okay. And so they, they had like some sort of dispute over that. I don't know. Some sort of <laughs> thing Can like that. I ask a question? Of course. It, are these people hoping to make the leap to the like the WWE is that what this most is? everyone like, yes like minor league baseball style. exactly okay. but think of it more like indie rock than minor league baseball okay. because minor league baseball the team actually still owns the like they have a relationship with it they have a path because, yeah because some of these guys are a little bit like older like so Alyssa friend of the yes. show Alyssa is a wrestling person and she and Norm went to some wrestling thing it wasn't Nova Pro but it was something else and and they I was googling some uh-huh. of the wrestlers and these guys are like already in their mid 30s which so I some know of those is, guys those are those are all but you can make it to the main roster around that age it's very rare but okay. it happens so a lot of these guys might be going for Ring of Honor or TNA which is much more achievable it's still TV it's not 
a good amount of money, but you're still following your dreams. It's like even if say you're in a band and the best you could ever do is headline Black Cat backstage and sell out to like 200 people. It's not sold out, but like, would you not do it? That's to me how I look at okay. the wrestling scene. It's less athletics and more entertainment. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, just because you know somebody doesn't make you interested in it. What about the wrestling drew you in? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I really didn't think I liked wrestling at all. But my friend was dating that guy. And I just am uh, very likely to try things out that are weird. What's the weirdest thing you've tried out due to your job? <gasps> oh, Gosh, I've had such an amazing time. Jen is currently showing Sadie the guy that she had intercourse with. It, I mean, it was bad. I was great. So continue. <laughs> Let me rattle a few up. I played a Stradivarius violin. I pet a red panda. Um, I was very close to the giant pandas, like touching distance. Because the zoo, I think they just got some new red pandas. Oh, my I God. I think they're new. Well, the it's thing, very exciting. The There's thing, also a pregnant as hell gorilla over there. Ooh. And I pitched an idea to them that they should do a gender reveal video. And like, <gasps> as of now, they haven't like, responded. hold on, stop really quick for the people listening at home that we haven't revealed this. Uh, I work for Bracian things. Oh, Jen so works for Bracian things. <laughs> I was doing some stop. insider baseball. No, it's fine. Sadie works for the Washington Post. If uh, Sadie pushes that idea or Bracian thing pushes <laughs> that idea, who do you think they're going to say yes to, Jen? I'm going to say yes to Sadie. So, so maybe Sadie. you shut the fuck up when it comes to ideas where direct competition even though she's our friend of this show. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Oh, my gosh, please. Please give her ideas, <laughs> says the woman who has to go in the office once a week and gets to hang out with pandas. Yeah, it's a pretty great job. Okay, I apologize. It's amazing. Uh, okay, so petting pandas, playing a strut of... That was so cool. Where was the? But where can was I tell that? you, the YouTube comments I get are constant, and they're so mean. They're just so disabled, mean. Disabled, disabled, thank you, disabled. Thank you, thank you. Why read the comments at all? Uh, oh, because I can't figure out how to turn them off. Like, okay. But you could honey, figure out not how to not answer. read something. Uh, just I, don't. They're just like constantly like coming at me from different directions. Like, it's like, it wakes me up at night. Oh my God, listen, this is a true story. My husband put like some sort of Brag. beta software on my phone. Okay. Um, and it, it just stopped making noise, right? Like, okay. you know what beta software is like. Yeah an early version yes. so it just like stopped making noise period except uh well and for for a week and i was like well this beta software just can't like make alert me when people call me or anything anyway uh, it woke me up at three in the morning with a youtube comment that was she is so fat ugly yeah that was it that was the whole oh thing. my god yeah three in the morning with it so that's what you all have to look forward to in your future like version of ice cream sandwich for your android or whatever you're, uh, it's an automatic troll notification. Wait, oh what do you mean God. it's an automatic troll notification? That was oh, that's the only thing. Joke. I got it. Got it. Got it. I'm tired. That's horrible. Speaking of jokes, uh, you're doing stand-up now? Yes. You got a weekly show at the Strathmore? Or is it it's, by, it's every other week. Every you don't, other week. Do you On Thursday. Hate, you don't hate it yet? Do you hate comic set? <laughs> no. Seriously? I love yeah, we've been doing it longer than you. That's Jake, the difference. Brandon Weatherby yeah. Knight. Is that the, what is the problems? What are the pitfalls to avoid since I'm a, a new one and I don't want to be I mean, you'll find out. Annoying. There's no need for me to... I can share my own personal problems, but I don't think the world... I disagree completely. Okay. My issue with comedy was the way that people made you feel bad if you weren't at an open mic every night. And I didn't like that because I wanted to go and have a good time and do my jokes. That makes and sense. And I really didn't care for being like shamed. That's right. Because I was not existing in an echo chamber of comedy. I think my biggest problem with it is the delusion that comes with it. Uh, you have a full-time job, Sadie. You have a very good full-time job with that. Uh, I don't think a lot of the comics realize what a full-time job as a professional 
comic is. I'm speaking simply in Washington, D.C. I think this is a horrible city for it's comedy. A really I would like whoa. to point out that Sean Joyce is on the show later tonight. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Underground I think it's, comedy. Yeah. I think it's a great place to see comedy. Can I troll Sean really fast? <sighs> no, yeah, no. of course. Not. I mean, you're going to okay, be mean. Just for, don't tell him I said this. Well, this oh, yeah, is, no, like no, 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 is going to be on the internet. So, I know. But we I mean, won't he tell can him. hear it later, but uh, don't tell, uh, just, just say, uh, do you know the meaning of the word levity? Why? Because I interviewed him, and then two years later, he told me that I had misquoted him, and I used the word levity, and he didn't even know that word. And I was like, come on, you're like an educated guy. To be fa- So wait, wait, so did you misquote him? That's a great question. So since it was two years old, I went back to my transcript, and that is what I had typed. So if I did, I mean, if I misquoted him, I misheard it. But that has happened did to me. Did he bring this up two years later? Two years later. That sounds normal. Wow. I know. Hey, he looks like a white Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, I like Sean every, Joyce. Every time I get no, a little drunk, I tell him that. I like him, but I don't think he likes me. Well, we're going to find out. That will be my first <laughs> question to Sean, Sean Joyce later tonight. I think he's just like not a very warm person, but not in a mean way. I think he's just... I think, I think that that's he, why I like him. Yeah, well, he's just like you, Brandon Weatherby. So who, I think that there's a lot of great comics in this city, but I think that there are a lot of delusional comics in this city, <laughs> and they are usually the loudest comics in this city. Uh, you could have a full-time career uh, when you're doing comedy in Chicago. You could do have a full-time career in New York. You could have a full-time career in LA. It's very difficult to have a full-time career here and not have to have another position. Does this make sense? Yes. So that's why I say you have an important job. You have a good job. So you're, when you're doing comedy, it's not like, oh, I got to hit this mic so I can get this next spot, be the third person in opening up for the improv and maybe get $50 for these four appearances. That's delusional because that doesn't make any financial <laughs> sense. That being said, if you like classic stand-up comedy, I think the DC Improv does a great job. It's not my cup of tea, but they do a no. They for what they're they trying. Book, they don't book enough women headliners. For what I, they're I look trying at their to do. A lot. For what they're trying to do, they're very successful. Michelle Wolf is there tonight. That's yeah. That's great. Two men are opening up for her. I'm pretty sure. Um, Doesn't matter. Just saying. There's a good amount. What Sean does, I think, is a is a great service to the community. But in terms of actually like having a, a sustainable lifestyle, you can't really do it in Washington D.C. You know what though? I feel like uh, economically, standard comedy does make sense for a city this expensive because. Uh, when you're in a band, you have to have a practice space. Sure. And yep. when you're a comedian, all you need to practice is a closet or just not worrying that people think you're crazy. But you're assuming that being in a band in D.C. is a good idea as well. <laughs> I, so you're saying they're both bad ideas. They're both bad ideas. The, th- only, the only one that kind of makes sense to me is DJ. Because you could have a very healthy, sustainable life as a DJ in D.C. You could travel to other cities if you want. You can get paid pretty well. And you don't have to have a rehearsal space. And you could actually make enough money to quit your full-time job. And you don't even need musical talent. I disagree completely. I think DJs are musicians. I think every bassist is uh, not as talented as any DJ. I play bass. Trust me. I'm going to go with every DJ is more talented than every bassist. Blanket statements to and from. This is an empirical question. Let's just pit two against each other. Yeah, exactly. But what would that contest look like? Like, what would you have them do? A drum and bass contest. They'd go to Planet of the Drums in uh, 2003 and everyone would dance. It'd be Whoever fun. Whoever collapses first Let's loses. make this happen, you guys. Sadie, I'm going to ask you a question from the Kids with Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. I need you to pick a number between 20 and 264. Uh, 231. 231. Why 231? Uh, I don't know. Perfect. We're out of 231. You get 232. Okay. What, if anything, <laughs> about your family would you be afraid to have your friends find out? Nothing. I'm just shameless. That's good. Wow. Jen? That's so deep. My family, my family's amazing. They're crazy. Just a quick, just Google Aaron Fector. He's famous for being crazy. 
He was in a documentary. Is this your father? This is my uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you spell that? F-E-C-H-T-E-R and watch the amazing documentary about him. It's called The Rock of Fire Explosion. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I know that. I grew up with those crazy animatronic things giving me nightmares. So that's for you. I'm gonna, Your gift is the Constitution of the United States. It's a pocket edition of the Constitution that's of the United awesome. States. Heard of it. Uh, Great read. Thank and you. now I need you to pick a number between 14 and 160 because we're going to close this segment with a reading from the world according to Mr. Rogers. Important things to remember by Fred Rogers. Oh, um, 15. 15. Wonderful, wonderful. Confronting our feelings and giving them appropriate expression always takes strength, not weakness. It takes strength to acknowledge our anger, and sometimes more strength yet to curb the aggressive urges anger may bring out, bring, and to channel into nonviolent outlets. It takes strength to face our sadness and to grieve, and to let our grief and anger flow in tears when they need to. It takes strength to talk about our feelings and to reach out for help and comfort when we need it. I feel like that was for you, Brandon, specifically. <laughs> Mine is so emo. That was beautiful. Emo is men's rights movement. Or, sorry, men's rights activist? MRA. M- is the soundtrack to the MRA movement. Yes. <laughs> Sadie, where can people follow you? Uh, Sadie Ding. Where can they read you? Where's that, though? <laughs> At Sadie Ding on Twitter. It's probably good. And where can they read you? Uh, TheWashingtonPost.com. That's, that's, a, that's a good local plug. It's important <laughs> to plug it. Uh, we're going to take a break and listen to some lullabies before we bring on our next guest, Sadie. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I think producer Jack is worried about my well-being. I think it took five and a half hours before he's like, oh, this is maybe not the best idea. No, I've always known. <laughs> that this is not a good idea? <laughs> yeah. Jack, you seem a lot more uh, not hungover than you were a few hours ago. Really? I feel worse. Is Great. It, is it because I showed up and was more hungover? Maybe, maybe. I'm you like some of your... realigned everything for me. I'm like, oh, wow, she didn't sleep at all. Oh. Okay, I should oh stop complaining. We have a brand new friend with us right now. I don't usually talk like that. It's all right. It's great. It was Thank very you. sweet. It was very Mr. Rogers-esque. I'm trying here. Yeah, you got a little... I got a uh, cardigan on. Cardigan? I almost said camisole cardigan. Camisole. <laughs> that too. Sarah Jane, how yes. are you? I'm great. Yeah. I came fresh from soup dumplings. I feel... Where did you go? Bob Shanghai in Rockville. I made the trek. So you have a car. Yeah. Are you glad you have a car in the Washington, D.C. region? Yeah. Where do you live? I live on H Street. So you kind of wow. need a car? Wait, on H Street or just off it? Like you're on, on H Street. That's nuts. H and what? Like it's a little nuts. Speci- like specifically, what's your address? How much you pay a month? Yeah. Should we go over? <laughs> right, above, right above the Whole Foods. Do you really? I do. Oh, wow. Is oh, that a man, blessing or a best. curse? That's a well, blessing. It's a little bit. It's, I mean, it's a great location. And, yeah. you know, we got in when it was still under construction, so we can afford it. Do you have a condo? I have a very small one-bedroom apartment with my husband. That is so nice. <laughs> and our newly acquired dog. What's <gasps> the name of the dog? What kind? Her name is Raina. Raina. We adopted her. She's a, we don't really know, but she's a little weird and sweet. Okay. So How yeah. big is uh, Raina going to get? That's it. She's like, she's uh, knee high. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How many pounds? 30-something. Jen, how... How big is my dog? Yes. Lorraine how big is Lorraine? is a long-haired chihuahua, and she weighs eight pounds. Aww. So, th- four of Lorraine's. Yeah. yeah. Four Lorraine's. Okay. <laughs> Do you like having a dog? Is this your first dog? No, I've had many dogs over, over the years. Is, is this your first dog in Washington, D.C.? This is my first Washington, D.C. dog. Okay. Are you yeah. worried about having a dog above a Whole Foods in Washington, D.C.? No. She's... She's getting used to it. Okay. The hustle and bustle of H Street freaks her out, but she's getting, she's getting used to it. Where did you adopt her? Uh, some organization out of Tacoma. Okay. 
Sorry. <laughs> That's good plugs. Good plugs. I'm bogged everybody. down by those details. <laughs> uh, you do a show here on Full Service Radio where we're recording this 10-hour marathon of You, Me, Them, Everybody, Full Service Radio, part of the Lion Hotel in beautiful Adams Morgan. Jack, there's another plug. Your plugs have gotten really good. I know. Yeah, efficient. I'm going to give that plug a 9 out of 11. I'm just getting tired and tireder and tireder, mm-hmm. so I'm saying things smoothly. You do a show here on Full Service Radio. What's the name of your show? Beer Me. We record live at the Line Hotel. Every <laughs> nice. Beautiful Adams Morgan in Every Washington, D.C. Monday morning at 11 a.m. Why that, do a beer show on yeah, a Monday to say, that's in the a morning? Weird time to talk about beer. It's probably the worst time it's, to talk about beer, <laughs> other than Sunday morning, a la Sunday morning coming down, but it's still a weekend, so Monday's the worst. It's interestingly okay, enough, it's, it's not the worst. It's um, it's a very easy time to get people in the industry to not oh, be because you guys are like all like Monday's like a weird off day for like restaurant exactly, people. and 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 people who run beer bars or people who work in beer Monday morning is typically pretty easy. If there's a brewer in town, they typically stick around for a Monday. So that makes a lot more sense now that I thought about it. Yeah, for ten I, seconds. And I'm off on Monday, so it's a lot easier. So. Uh, what's the day job? Because it's clearly not doing a show here at the beautiful day. Line Hotel <laughs> in Adams Morgan, there Washington D.C. Uh, I have two day jobs. Uh, day job number one, I am a captain at Pineapple and Pearls. Um, Wait, a captain? Captain. It's a head server. Okay. Yeah. There That's we go. so fun. It sounds awesome. Captain sounds, sounds way cooler. It sounds like the only way you're able to afford to eat at Pineapples and Pearls, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, Aaron Silverman just walked in recently. So All right. Quit with the... By. Fuck that by. guy. He's got to give me... <laughs> I want some free drinks and some free food. <laughs> There's um, a, sorry, I sorry uh, to point this out. Yeah, uh, my co-host Jen just frantically pointed at a cute a dog, sweet little fluffy <laughs> little, bear. Look at that little black but, pomeranian. Oh my God. Okay, um, pineapples and pearls. Work there, um, and then I am a instructor at a very small culinary school, Anya G. Mendez Universidad Systems. I teach intro to beverage. Okay, that's yeah. so fun. What does this entail? This is water. It entails. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I hope that's what this it is. is. Why is the this idea is of literal teaching of, in, of liquids to me the Hi. funniest thing in the world? This Welcome. is how you drink. Welcome. First, put it in your mouth mm-hmm. and then... Grab a cup. Yeah. Um, no, so it's a, a wine, beer, and uh, spirits. So I try to cram as like, much... Like, Yeah, okay. those kinds. Um, we it. do like a little <laughs> exorcist like... Um, and then we go down the road of distilled spirits. Perfect. Um, <laughs> those are the um, nicer ghosts. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, you're cramming as much information into a, a small amount of time as humanly possible as all instructors know. So is there anything you no longer drink now that you know more about it? Uh, bleach. I mean, <laughs> yeah, those were the good old days though. You pop Jack over there. You like that one. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I gotta be honest. Like I, uh, I don't drink a lot of wine. I'm not really but into you're just wine. not a wine person. Not a wine person. Okay. So I don't really, I have an appreciation. Sure. And I can teach people about but it. But you don't have a show called Wine Me. No. It's a show no. called Beer. But is there any beer now that you're like, oh, ugh, fuck this. This is not that good. No, I mean, there's a time and place for everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, if you're at a barbecue and, like, all they have is Bud Light and it's hot as balls outside, like, drink it, man. Fun Bud Light fact. At British Young Things, that's where Jen and I work. That's mm-hmm. our day job. And we're at the Line Hotel <laughs> in beautiful Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. Uh, you could find our boss here every other day. Uh, she's not employed by the line, but she's here. It's a great hotel. So uh, we did a cheap beer taste test mm-hmm. to get prepared for the Super Bowl one year. Our blind taste test winner, 
Bud Light. Yeah. Bud Light seems to be the beer. It was no one's favorite, and it made it to number two. It was two. no one's favorite? It was no one's favorite, but it was every single person's number two. Yeah. It was the most agreeable, least That should be their new beer. ad campaign. Everybody's this number two. Agreeable. This is everybody's <laughs> number two. Because, like, clearly you could tell what Yingling tastes like. It's yeah. one of the few cheap beers where you're like, oh, that's Yingling, and the people like that. Or High Life, or... And PBR, surprisingly, tasted super low, and before, every person wrote that, I kind of like PBR. I yeah. thought that was interesting. I thought it's interesting that you said Bud Light. Well, That's all. I, I mean, to be very honest, uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for Heineken. I like Heineken, but it's very, you know, you're drinking yeah, Heineken. Yeah, you know, you're drinking Heineken. Yeah. I live for a hot second in Bermuda, and that's pretty much all the beer there is. What is were you doing in Bermuda? Really? I was a line cook. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are your parents disappointed that you're in an industry? Do they worry about you, or are they happy no. that you always have a job? They, well, that. I mean, my parents, uh, my mom's a pastor. And my, my dad denomination. is a United Methodist. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you guys are fun because you'll have like, you guys are the guys that will always have like a guitar at your church. Like you guys. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. That's a, that's a common misconception. I'm, I'm, that is a common. I, I am not a, a huge fan of contemporary worship at all. I appreciate oh. it for the needs of a church, but I, I personally like my hymns like a la 1800s. I feel like we should switch this interview from, <laughs> from beer stuff to being raised by a pastor and no. that. I mean, she just said no, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to pivot to that. But uh, yeah, and then my dad is a, he was a general contractor for many years. Um, but he, I mean, they kind of like, it's funny, they all, they kind of like live vicariously through me. They love the stories. They love all like the stuff. They want to hear like what I do. Like how, how long did you fold napkins? Like that sounds exciting. You know, like they're excited. They're always excited. That's and they, very sweet. It they just listen. sounds like you have nice parents. I have very, very nice parents. I have very cool parents. Uh, Jen, do you have nice parents? Sorry. <laughs> I like your mom. Yeah, my to mom be is, fair, I met your mom not long ago. She's a ago. nice lady. It wasn't uh, like you were. A, dad is anybody's guest, really. So uh, you could be my dad, honestly. I don't uh, know that's idea. not how aging works. I'm younger than you. Sorry. Jen turned 38 last night, by the way. Wow. Happy birthday. Thanks. I was hoping to die, but here I am. <laughs> she still hasn't slept, so therefore, it's still she's turned 38 today. Could you yep. still kicking? I'm 38. My skin is 30. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. How I often do you drink beer? How often do I drink beer? Yeah. I daily okay yeah. what's really? your, do you have a to-go-to yeah. beer no i i go to uh i go to h street uh beer cellar i load up on a bunch of beer stock it in my fridge um and i also get to buy the beer for pineapple to pearl yeah. so the shift drink is usually whatever i want so what state is doing it best obviously this is not a scientific thing but yeah. um my sister-in-law lives in portland oregon yeah i've agree. never been to a city that has more breweries per square foot. I don't know if that's true. No, it is true. Okay, apparently good. they have they have the most breweries and the most strip clubs. Apparently, I heard that stat. That could be really, made up, but that could those be, are probably related in yeah. some way. I think, apparently, I think the strip you're clubs right. have should, really great craft beer. They list. should have a strip club at a brewery and just. They might actually. Yeah. So the the reason why I'm asking is mm-hmm. I didn't have one bad beer, mm-hmm. but it was very hard to distinguish what was amazing yeah. and what was just good because everything was pretty good. Why did I make that voice? It's, yeah, that oh, was oh, God. very weird. Unlike in Washington D.C., where You're I like s- Bobcat. Oh my God, great man. By the way, thanks for sniffling into the microphone. So I really sorry, appreciate it. I tried John. to. I really love Atlas Brewery. 
Oh, That's great. my favorite brewery. No qualifiers. Did you listen to our episode with Justin Cox? I've uh, yes, I did actually, and uh, I think I'm completely biased here because I have a wonderful memory of having Atlas beer, and then at, was that at, at this, the festival again? At the no, at a different festival, their own festival, and they, it was wonderful. And then I was there for six months later because my friends got married there, so I have this wonderful, lovely connection. Every time I think of Atlas, I think of these two people, both in their second marriages, just embracing beer and them. So I'm a skewed. Like, I don't know if Atlas is actually the best. Mm-hmm. So what I'm guessing I'm trying to get at here is uh, what state or what region do you trust most if you're a novice when it comes to beer? There's no wrong answer here. I mean, like, honestly, when you're a novice, like, you just need to go out and drink beer with somebody who knows a little bit more about beer than you. Okay. So that, you know you can kind of figure out like, all right, this is what an IPA should taste like. Okay, yeah. this is this is what a good Pilsner tastes like. Like, you can find a, a, a decent beer anywhere. And our country has come a really, really, really long way as yeah. far as beer goes. And you see all these amazing breweries popping up everywhere. And it's really awesome to see. And each region kind of has their own, like, fun thing going on. So, like, there's no... And I'm not even trying to be diplomatic in this. There's no real best. It's just okay. kind of get out there and like support your local brewery. All right, here, let's go negative. Uh, what's the most overrated? I'm asking this because I was a bartender in Chicago forever. So Three Floyds, uh, there's mm-hmm. a thing called Gumball Head. Everyone likes Gumball Head. I think it's fine. It's whatever. That's it's a yeah. beer? Yeah, people love it. And then there's like 90 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever. Um, sorry, I'm thinking of Dogfish. I apologize. That's okay. Um, every year, there's a, a, a reveal of this one special beer, and people camp out for this one special beer. Yeah. And then they sell it in the black market for like triple or quadruple the amount. To me, how is that possibly worth it? How is that just not collectors being collectors? And not just beer aficionados yeah. knowing their stuff. You know what I mean? You get you get so much of that in the beer world. You get so many special releases and so many yeah. like camping out and stuff like that. And sometimes it's really? fun. Sometimes yeah. that oh, happens a lot. A lot. Yeah, dude. Especially for like different beer events or different beer Does releases. That happen around here, I've never oh, yeah. like, heard of it. Like, I have. I have. Here. I have. Li- like, I used to be the general manager at Burton Bride Church Key, and every time we there were certain events where there were lines starting at seven wow. a.m. Oh, but you know like, what? That one year that British and Things did Snellygaster, there were people like crazily lined up. Oh yeah, yeah. like to oh, get yeah. into because you're trying sweet, to get these particular. VIP. But yeah. see, like I get the sampling. Like I want to yeah. try everything and sample. I get that, but I don't understand camping out for something that I haven't even tasted. For Are the they one limited? Beer? Is there like a like well, a what's the reason? The the thing is is yes, it's the McRib. Yeah, no, it's I mean everything's everything's what's limited. The beer McRib equivalent is what. We're really trying to but so basically the standing in line and all that kind of stuff that can be totally fun because it's part of the experience you're standing in line you're all talking you're all beer nerds so hopefully you're like getting along okay but like i would say oh god okay so the the one beer that uh i have experienced people kind of being a little disappointed of and here's the thing uh the alchemist in um uh, vermont Uh makes exceptional beer but they're very well known for their beer, Heady Topper. And it is IPA. It comes in a can. And um, people go crazy for it. And it's, you know, one of these quote-unquote whale beers. And everyone's trying to find it. Uh, my little brother, who's a, a beer nerd, I got a hold of some for him. And he's all excited to try his first Heady Topper. And it was like this really big thing. And I was like, hey, man, don't. Let's not, let's not get to too crazy here. here. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, took a sip. And he was like, oh, it's a. It's a very well-made IPA. And I was like, yes, it is a very well-made IPA. What does that mean? That is it. Yeah. It's, That's it's, it. It's nothing it's just to a camp really, out for. It's just a really okay. well-made beer. Now, and you can get really well-made beers around the corner here. You know, like 
yes, it's totally cool to acquire an amazing beer and post it on social media and be like, ha look what I got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. But Is that going away, though? I feel like it, it kind of has to with so many. It's not going away. It's not going away. No, no. Do people ever get them and not drink them and just like weirdly well, they collect sh- them? They, I just shouldn't, they shouldn't do that. IPA should be consumed fresh. So that's the other thing is sometimes you, you know, you see traders online and they swap beers and then you get a hold of this beer and it's old and it's stale this and so it's bad. Interesting. Oh yeah. There's like, and there's different, you know, releases. You have uh, KBS um, out of Founders. You have uh, Bourbon County Stout out mm-hmm. of uh, Goose Island. You have all the Cantillon beers from Brussels. Like there's this, you know, big collector trading nerd i mean the nerddom of, of beer goes deep yeah i guess at some point like the bros sort of came in and i think ruined it a little bit maybe oh i would disagree completely. no there's there's a i feel like they gave like the idea of like brewing beer at home sort of like a bad no i don't that's not a bro no, thing it's, i don't think it's a bro thing. you you find you find like hyper nerds in like every part yeah. of of you know you find them in wine you find them in whiskey you find them in yeah uh, comic books you know just does beer taste better in a can or a bottle? Because I feel like it tastes better in a bottle. But am I making that up? Am I crazy? Uh, you know, it depends. If you have a bottle that's like green or clear, then it has the chance of being light struck or skunked. So you there is a chance that it's ruined. Um, and with a can, there's no chance that light's going to get into it. Um, however, there is something about the experience of, you know, a champagne cork and cage bottle that, you know, makes it feel a little bit more extravagant. Yes. <laughs> so have you, know. you ever had your opinions changed after meeting a brewer or, go, or visiting a brewery, uh, be it positive or negative, or you've uh, wanted to consume more of their product because they've re- like now that you know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Now that you know that how the sausage is made. Yes, for okay. sure. Um, not this October, but last October, uh, I went up with some friends to Portland, Oregon. Okay. Or not Portland, Oregon. Maine? Crap. Yes, Portland, Maine. Okay. Um, and oh, really quick aside here. Uh, Portland, Maine, another crazy beer city. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like Portland, Oregon. It's like it's yeah. every other feed is a brewery. Once again, amazing beers. I didn't know what was bad. It's it's <laughs> so good. But So I've always, I've always loved uh, Allagash Beer. We yes. got a tour. We got a tour of the uh, Allagash Beer brewery and I've always been a fan I've always had a great appreciation for what they do but after seeing what they do for their employees I have a like a I'm like a diehard fan Mm -hmm. like I will forever speak highly of Allagash they really really care about their employees they get fair wages they get health insurance they get a certain amount of money every year encouraging them to either run or walk in some kind of like marathon that helps like somebody but also keeps you active the like, fact that you're surprised by this makes me think that it's pretty rare for companies to be doing these things totally and okay. they have they care about like the culture they do this like pinewood derby race among the staff like caring about culture is so vital in the restaurant industry and and i mean i'm kind of lopping in you know food and beverage together but do you think you the know. beer industry is healthier than the restaurant industry no. Okay. <laughs> I think they're both like equally pretty unhealthy. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you, how long do you see yourself doing this? Because you seem to be a relatively healthy person. <laughs> you haven't seen MRIs on my back. <laughs> okay. Is your back all messed up because we're growing on your feet? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, wow. I've, uh, yeah, I've been in restaurants since I was 15. Yeah. So yeah, no, Bro, you my, gotta get those support shoes. No, believe it's me, I pulled that trigger. No, I, I, 
I've been buying grandma shoes for like a decade. I've been. You're wearing Chuck Taylors that have zero support yeah, today. Not good. There's an insult. Okay. Good. Ooh, good. good. I like how everyone has decided to sing most of their answers <laughs> and questions. We've hit that hour of the show. Okay. So uh, this is. I feel very dumb asking this, and I feel like I should know this. How should I be pairing shit? Uh, should, <laughs> like I'm, I feel incredibly stupid why when I, I. Why would you know that? That's not a thing you would know. Because I'm, I'm I've eaten food and I've drank beer. You know what I mean? I, I feel yeah. like I should know. And other than like, oh yeah, you know what goes together? Pizza and beer. That's a good combo. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. But what kind of? You know what I mean? Like, what is there any like quick tutorial you can give me? You're teaching this stuff. I feel There's, like that's a fair question. No, it's totally to a fair ask. question. Um, I mean, lucky for you, beer and pairing with food is, is fairly idiot proof. Okay. I mean, you've got carbonation and okay. that. Does really, your boss Aaron know this? What? Nothing. He lets me he lets me pair a beer with we got one beer on the tasting nice, menu. That's nice, exciting. Nice. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean it's 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 fairly idiot proof. I mean, you think about it. And there are so many kind of ins and outs and you can play with it and have fun. But like, think about it just on intensity. Okay. Right. Okay. Lighter with lighter. Yes. Darker with darker. Okay. Right. Here's so if this is like a big, meaty, naughty steak. Yes. You're going. A naughty. <laughs> this steak is I'm gonna real, punish real the naughty bad. Steak. <laughs> okay. So this totally go, makes sense. Yeah. Here's my, here's my caveat. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, we ranked our top five favorite fast food restaurants. Okay. Mine is number one, Taco Bell. Oh, high five. Me too. Oh yeah. yeah. Jen, what is yours? Uh, I would have to say if we're like traditional fast food, Any, it's also no. It could be Shake Shack if you want. No, it's still Taco Bell. Okay, so you're Taco Bell as well. I have too. Yeah, I love Taco Bell. Yes. What beer should I be pairing I'm with Taco Bell? Later. Let me throw this out there. I'm gonna say High Life. Corona. Okay. You're gonna say Corona. You're gonna say Corona. What, it doesn't. It could be like the most indie beer, whatever. But <laughs> I'm just going with what is available when I'm eating High. Sorry, when I'm eating Taco Bell, <laughs> it's usually a High Life. Yeah. Hey, High Life is great. High Life is great for that. With Taco Bell, you're typically getting very fatty, um, very greasy uh, experience, very mm-hmm. mouth coating. Yes. So Highlight offers that really bright carbonation that's okay. going to cleanse your palate. Okay. So that's great. So what you're saying is I'm very good at this. Natural. It's, it's, it's so natural. It's idiot proof. <laughs> this is maybe the dumbest question I could possibly ask you. Go for Why it. do you like beer? Why do I like beer? Okay, this is actually a good story. Thank you. So um, I was in culinary school and I was doing that typical culinary school nerd thing where I was like, yeah, I'm into wine, right? And I studied really hard. I was in the advanced wine class and I was one of the top students. And my professor took me to a Burgundy uh, industry tasting. And all these people kind of treated me like, prove to us you're worthy of this field, Okay, right? okay, yes. And yes. I was like, I was like, well, this... This feels awful. Yes. Um, and he also kind of told me, he's like, hey, man, like, just so you know, you're not like that naturally good at this. And I was like, okay, cool. Good to know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so shit. it was probably the best thing he's ever done. Um, so uh, a little bit after that, I went to a, a beer thing because I was in the Hudson Valley and I was spoiled. And um, everyone was so excited. They were yeah. like, hey, man, you like beer? I like beer. Let's be friends. Aww. And it was like... So it's like if you're a cat person, you might like wine. If you're a dog person, you might like beer. Yeah, totally. Dogs are accepting. There's a dog for everyone. <laughs> they're very... They're just wagging their tails all the time. There's lots of dog-themed beers already. I can't yeah. think of any cat-themed beers um, off the top of my head. Actually, I think, yeah, uh, Off Color out of Chicago just came out okay. with one. Okay, okay. It's like a, this cute little cat in a castle. I forget the name. All right, I'll Check drink that. Out. As opposed to all the beers I won't drink because of their labeling and signage. Yeah. Uh, Maybe something that you've noticed that I, I've definitely noticed, uh, beer graphic design is really good. Yeah, it's gotten really sexy. Wine graphic design isn't. It's yeah, still like one foot, no, dude. Some of, some of them. Some of it, it's but the majority consistent. is still very old yeah, school and or just bad. But it's also like hard to, 
and I'm I'm not speaking as a wine person. It's hard to take well, a wine seriously. We already seriously. heard that you're not good at that. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm just not that good at it. Um, it's hard to take. For me, it's hard to take wine seriously when it's got like a mad hipster label. I'm like, how long have you guys been around? I'd rather buy a wine that's been like eighth generation. Oh, that's interesting. Deep, you know what I We're mean? We're like. If Kelly Tolls doesn't design something in your beer label, it's probably you're, you're not going to sell any in DC. I'm serious. That's yeah. just how it is. It's interesting. Um, people could listen to your show on Monday morning when it's definitely the time that they want to listen to people talk about beer. Yeah, or check it out not on the website afterwards. Over or anything. Yeah, listen yeah. Monday, on a Monday. No, you can never listen. You can only listen on Mondays at 11 a.m. live. Right, because this is FM radio. Yeah, this is FM radio. Hey, by the way, Pinups and Pints, the world's first microbrewery strip club in Thank you. Medway, Ohio. Okay. Oh, that's a really fun name. Thank you, Jack. Pinups and yep, Pints. You're welcome. Uh, I would totally go there. I, two stars I could, on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Who's rating stuff? How does Google get their stars, though? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've, I can only think of bad breweries I can mention in Chicago. I can't think of anything in D.C. that I'm like just like, oh, this is bad. And you probably don't want to talk shit about anybody. I don't. Yeah, we're different people. Okay. But, <laughs> but if you could... What would you say? I'm going to ask you a question uh, from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. I need you to pick a number between 20 and 264. Keep in mind, you have no idea what any of these questions are, so don't stress out about it whatsoever. Yeah, already. uh, 24. Perfect. I saw your eyes getting bigger. Yeah, I know. I got like nervous for some unknown reason. Uh, We don't have 24, but you get 21, which is perfect for the beer person. Okay. Are there things you pretend not to like but really do enjoy? For example being kissed by your parents or, <laughs> what? So, what? or having so a little creepy. sister tag along with you is if so why do you hide your feelings is this a children's thing yes this is a children's oh okay thing. cool so okay wait are there things that you pretend to like that you don't like other way around okay, are there wait. things that are there things you pretend not to like but you really do enjoy I think I love enjoy. getting kissed by mom and dad. Um, Follow-up question: Why do you hide your feelings? <laughs> my feelings, loser. Um, I, I really like like really really girly cocktails. Oh, and like a What's like a, a, like a, like a so good to say it out loud. Cosmo. Like a Cosmo. No, 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 no. It's not like Cosmo. Like, like a sea Apple breeze. Tea? Ooh, yeah. that's fun. Get some of that. Like coconut. Some of that. Coconut? Coconut. coconut. <laughs> Have you heard of it? It's new. It's coconut. Coconut. Living that island breezy yeah. living. That's, uh, yeah, that's. That's for you to thank take. Thank you. Uh, we're going to end this uh, segment with mm-hmm. a song and a, a question and a, a statement. Okay. From the world according to Mr. Rogers. Important things to remember by Fred Rogers. Mm-hmm. I need you to pick a number between 16 and 160. 24. 24. Turn, you know, second I time, right? 24, page 24. My eyes are starting to blur. Okay. When my mother or my grandmother tried to keep me from climbing too high, my grandfather would say, let the kid walk on the wall. He's got to learn things. He's got to learn to do things for himself. I loved my grandfather for trusting me so much. His name was Fred McFeely. No wonder I included a lively elderly delivery man in our television neighborhood, whom we named Mr. McFeely. Aww. Less creepy now that I know the reason why. Yeah. Climb on the walls, kids. That's also, the you got two weird parent-related like things, so maybe yeah. the universe is trying to tell you something about your relationship with your parents. I don't think it is. I think yeah. it's just random numbers. Like how many napkins yeah. have you folded this week? <laughs> where, can, where can people find you? Uh, how can they listen to the show? Um, they can find Beer Me at... Um, at uh, Beer Me Radio on Instagram. 
Uh, they can listen to the show at Full Service or beerme.fullservice.org. <sighs> Social media is a lot. Yeah, come on. Social media is a bitch. Um, and uh, me personally, I'm at Monroe Sarah Jane, but I'm not that big a deal. Don't bury yourself in the <laughs> plugs. This is the time where you just plug it up. You know what? You keep right. climbing. Keep uh, climbing that wall. Climbing Jen, that where wall. can people follow you? Uh, I am on the Twitters right, because I'm 85 at Jen underscore Tisdale and underscore that lets the world know you're a loser. Couldn't get your own name. Uh, and I'm on Instagram at Ducky Tisdale. Uh, we're going to end this hour with Cut My Hair. Cut My Hair by Jessica Risker. This was recorded live at the Hungry Brain from You, Me, Them, Everybody Live from November 20th, 2017. Jack, you ready? With you